Chapter Twenty Two of the Book of Elves and Fairies for Storytelling and Reading Aloud. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Carolyn Lilliard. The Book of Elves and Fairies for Storytelling and Reading Aloud by Francis Jenkins Olcott. Chapter Twenty Two. Little Red Cap from Ireland sure and it was in old ireland some years ago that tom coglin returned one evening to his house expecting to find the fire blazing the potatoes boiling and his wife and children as merry as griggs but instead the fire was out his wife was scolding and the children were all crying from hunger poor tom was quite astonished to find matters going on so badly for though there was a plenty of potatoes in the house there wasn't a single stick of wood for the fire something had to be done and tom bethought himself of the great firs bushes that grew around the ruins of the old fort on top of the nearby hill so he snatched up his axe and away he went before he reached the top of the hill the sun had gone down and the moon had risen and was shedding her wavering watery light on the ruins of the old fort the breeze rustled the dark firs bushes with an eerie sound and tom shivered with dread but he braced up his heart and approaching the fort raised his axe to cut down a big bush just then near him he heard the shriek of a small shrill voice tom startled let the axe fall from his grasp, and looking up, saw perched on the furze bush in front of him a little old man, not more than a foot and a half high. He wore a red cap. His face was the color of a withered mushroom, while his sparkling eyes, twinkling like diamonds in the dark, illuminated his distorted face. His thin legs dangled from his fat, round body ho ho said the little red cap is that what you're after tom coglin what did me and mine ever do to you that you should cut down our bushes why then nothing at all your honor said tom recovering a bit from his fright nothing at all only the children were crying from hunger and i thought i'd make bold to cut a bush or two to boil the potatoes for we haven't a stick in the house you mustn't cut down these bushes tom said the little red cap but as you are an honest man i'll buy them from you though i have a better right to them than you have so if you'll take my advice carry this mill home with you and let the bushes alone said the little red cap holding out a tiny stone mill for grinding meal mill indeed said tom looking with astonishment at the thing which was so small that he could have put it with ease into his breeches pocket mill indeed and what good will a bit of a thing like that do me sure it won't boil the potatoes for the children what good will it do you said the small red cap i'll tell you what good it will do you it will make you and your family as fat and strong as so many stall-fed bullocks and if it won't boil the potatoes it will do a great deal better for you have only to grind it and it will give you the greatest plenty of elegant meal 
but if you ever sell any of the meal that moment the mill will lose its power it's a bargain said tom so give me the mill and you're heartily welcome to the bushes there it is for you tom said the little red cap throwing the mill down to him there it is for you and much good may it do you but remember you are not to sell the meal on any account let me alone for that said tom and then he made the best of his way home where his wife was trying to comfort the children wondering all the time what in the world was keeping tom and when she saw him return without so much as one stick of wood to boil the potatoes her anger burst out but tom soon quieted her by placing the mill on the table and telling her how he had got it from the little red cap we'll try it directly said she and they pulled the table into the middle of the floor and commenced grinding away with the mill before long a stream of beautiful meal began pouring from it and in a short time they had filled every dish and pail in the house tom's wife was delighted as you may believe and the children managed the best they could for that night by eating plenty of raw meal well after that everything went very well with tom and his family the mill gave them all the meal they wanted and they grew as fat and sleek as coach horses but one morning when tom was away from home his wife needed money so she took a few pecks of the meal to town and sold it in the market and sorry enough she was for that night when tom came home and began to grind the mill not a speck of meal would come from it he could not for the life of him find out the reason for his wife was afraid to tell him about her selling the meal sure and that little old fellow cheated me well thought tom as mad as a nest of hornets so he put his axe under his arm and away he went to the old fort determined to punish the little red cap by cutting down his bushes but scarcely had he lifted his axe when the little red cap appeared and mighty angry he was too that tom should come cutting his bushes after having made a fair bargain with him you deceitful little ugly vagabond cried tom flourishing his axe to give me a meal that wasn't worth a sixpence if you don't give me a good one for it i'll cut down every bush what a blusterer you are tom said the little red cap but you'd better be easy and let the bushes alone or maybe you'll pay for it deceive you indeed didn't i tell you that mill would lose its power if you sold any of the meal and sure and i didn't either said tom well it's all one for that answered the little red cap for if you didn't your wife did and as to giving you another mill it's out of the question for the one i gave you was the only one in the fort and a hard battle we had to get it away from another party of the good people but i'll tell you what i'll do with you tom let the bushes alone and i'll make a doctor of you a doctor indeed said tom maybe it's a fool you're making of me but it was no such thing for the little red cap gave tom coglin a charm so that he could cure any sick person and tom took it home and became a great man with a very full purse he gave good schooling to his children one of them he made a grand butter merchant in the city of cork and the youngest son 
being ever and always a well-spoken lad he made a lawyer and his two daughters married well and tom is as happy as a man can be end of chapter twenty two